Dose of Dynamite. Are we live? You ever seen that? Boom Dose of Dynamite video? Uh, no, but now I know you need to clean your pants. Boom Goes the Dynamite. And Boom Goes the Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah, there's videos. Uh, the sportscaster, I don't know, must have been his first try, first night or something like that, and he's just stumbling over this sports report. Stuttering, and it was, it's just horrible. But the only the, the only series of words he strung together correctly was when a, a shot got made in a basketball game, and he goes, and boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> All right, you should go look for that video because it's hilarious. I mean, you feel bad for the guys. Like some people, you know, they have the ability to speak, and some don't. I was not that type. I'm the Madman, and this is Shock Monkey Radio. Who are you? I'm Hill Hippie. Welcome, everybody. And we got the man behind the curtain over there, EK, playing with the, fiddling, fiddling with all the dials. You're sure not supposed done. to tell people that. That's no. private. Well, it's it's just magic. Exactly. Oh, oh, oh. It's magic. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Holy cow! Well, uh, that that was our intro to our greetings. So we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend, man? Uh, you know what? It was nice. I actually had two days off for a change. Uh, so yeah, nice. It was so long. I've actually forgotten most of it. <laughs> it sounds like you had a good time. I guess. Because yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, just two beautiful days in a row, and the third was really nice too. I mean, we were lucky here in Fredericksburg too. And we had like idyllic summer days this weekend and mm-hmm. i just enjoyed it it was so nice yeah the humidity actually went away gone. no humidity yes but now it's, over the last couple of days it's getting hotter and hotter so uh, the heat has come back yeah. the humidity's come back it's like breathing in soup yep oh the south <laughs> this is what it's like down here but i was glad we got a couple picture perfect days for the summer that was nice we're, you know, we're basically only technically the South. Yeah. Well, I mean, people with, uh, um, here south of the Mason-Dixon line, we don't talk. Like, you go down to, like, Georgia, and down in Georgia, it's a whole different story. And yeah. it takes longer to tell it. Yes. Because we got all this time waiting for the crops to grow. So we might as well just sit here and tell each other stories about the good old days. Hey, man. When we didn't have to pay people to pick our cotton. <laughs> oh, Horrible, God. right? Horrible. Oh, God. Horrible. So this is as far south I really like being. I just below the line. And uh, and I like that Virginia is becoming more of a purple state because even though I was raised in a real crazy redneck Republican, I mean, it's still a... Uh, I've always been more open-minded than most. And I can make fun of rednecks and racists. Can't we all? Aren't they like open season to make fun of racists and rednecks? Yeah. Okay. Good. Glad we're all on the same page on that. Yeah, well, yeah, my weekend, I was just working most of the time. I uh, got a video done yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen it. Which one? It was me uh, well, like ranting about The Flash. No. The Flash show. I was on the your YouTube channel Sunday. But I was not on it yesterday. Okay. Bad co-host. Bad co-host. It's okay. You don't... I mean, I'm not roping you into the show just so I get one more subscriber. No. <laughs> Typically, uh, it lets me know when you've got a new video out. And That's this the time great thing about being not. a subscriber. This time, it has not. Yeah. It's kind of iffy even with other people that I subscribe to. Uh, you know I love Rebecca Felgate and everything Most Amazing Top 10 does. And so, I don't even get alerts on every single one of their videos. Ah. Uh. So I mean I don't I'm not really sure how it works <laughs> about alerts and so forth. I'll get alerts on some videos that I'm scra- subscribed to and some that I'm not, and or some that and it's hit or miss. And it's like I don't know. So I'm the Madman lowercase, just like it's my last name. Madman's first name, lowercase is the last name. Go search for that on YouTube, and you can find my YouTube channel. Please like, share, and subscribe. And everything is lowercase, ironically. It doesn't matter though. But it is ASCII. So, um, <laughs> yeah, also, um, I want to shout out to our new subs. We kind of jumped up to like 170. Nice. Over the past week. So thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Tell your friends. I hope you enjoy our show. Um, please consider becoming our patron on Patreon. Um, and I just, I have to give a shout out to our growing roster of creators here. 
at FXBG Public Radio, I mean, time slots are filling up fast. And if you want to get time on FXBG Public Radio, you better be quick about it. It's $15 an hour if you're in the Fredericksburg area to help you produce a show and help you with everything that we are capable of doing, which is very similar to what we are doing right now. Uh, but only in the in the field of producing a podcast radio show. We you, There's many things that we are capable of doing that we're not willing to do for $15 an hour. Let's keep it PG, guys. Come on. Well, reasonable. We're talking about podcasting here. Yeah, that's why I'm clarifying. Okay. This is Shock Monkey Radio. Going down rabbit holes is what we're known for. Maybe our listeners will do the same thing. $15 an hour? I hope I can get them to change my transmission. Oh, well. I don't know. Is that good work for a mechanic? $15 an hour? No. No. Okay. No, no, we're not doing that. Because I couldn't do that anyway. So, um. Yeah, I want to talk about our other shows. Uh, it's later on tonight at 7.30, we've got Below the Deck coming on. There's a talkative group of fellas. Oh, yeah. Hard to get in a word edgewise with them. I've produced a couple of their shows before, and wow, I had to raise my hand. <laughs> I mean, you get, a, you get a podcast going, you get too many people in there, too many voices talking. It gets to a point where you got to raise your hand. And right. It's like, okay, now can I make my point? It, it reminds yeah. me of a line from The uh, the Crow. Maybe we should record this, uh, rewind it, and play it back and play it in slow motion <laughs> and later on tonight at nine it got center of infinity where ek and uh i forget what handle she goes by on the on the air i'm not sure yeah they're gonna be talking about conspiracy theories i've let's see let me scroll up here and see what they're gonna be talking about Holes. Ooh, the military keep encountering ufos why doesn't the pentagon care because what are we going to do about it that's that's my knee-jerk response because <laughs> what are we going to do about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> Uh, Wednesday, we've got some show working up from six to eight, it looks like. Uh, yes. TBA? TBA. Yeah. To be announced. Yeah. Okay. And eight to ten is FXVG Pirate Gamers. Yeah. night. Yeah. And, uh, wow. And of course, we've got the Great Greek Geek Refuge and Rock Deep Rogue Radio, um, on Fridays between seven and eleven. That's a, that's a marathon. block. That is a big block, but that's our very uh, annoyingly affable Mike Lunsford. He's annoyingly affable. And I'm only saying that because I got permission to use it. All right. Can I make fun of you by saying you're annoyingly affable? Yes. Yes, madman. Yes, madman. (laughs) So I want to give it up to our other shows. If we're not your cup of tea, I can understand. So, I mean, we got lots of shows coming. Uh, You want to get involved, go to fxbgpublicradio.com and click get involved if you have an idea for a show you want us to help you if you think you can do better you know give us a shot so there's that and that's just something i want to talk hey um brief aside i saw the last jedi finally fine have you you seen it yes i've seen it several times really yeah um i i saw it and i didn't care about it I had like absolutely no feels when it came to watching that movie. No feels at all. A, a little bit at the Carrie Fisher parts, you know, because Carrie Fisher. Yeah, because, you know, I thought when I first saw that, because that was one of the key things for me was, all right, how are they going to solve the Carrie Fisher issue? Because that they had uh, she had stopped filming for the movie yeah. when she passed away. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, they're going to have to address this one way or the other. And then there's the scene where she's ends up in outer space. I'm like, well, that's it. Yep. Oh, oh, wait, no, it's not. <laughs> CGI. I mean, it got a little weird at parts in there. It is I, I didn't want to. I don't want to bring it out. I didn't want to bring it up. You know. Uh, you know what? It's been long enough. If they haven't seen it, tough shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm not worried about spoiling it. I mean, I don't think you can spoil it. It's already spoiled itself. Um, Ooh. Other than now, that... Now, there's the feels. You are on the negative side. Well, I can't. Well, it's just... I felt obligated to watch it just for the completion achievement. You know, <laughs> it's... the. I mean... You're not going to get 20 gamer points for watching a movie, man. But it's, it's kind of habit these days to just, <laughs> just to do it. It's like, just in case there's an achievement. And I get... still haven't watched Solo, so... Well, I should have gotten an achievement today. Any stars appear above my head? No. Okay. Nope, but there is a red circle. Okay. Is there a question mark above that guy's head? I'll be right back. I'm kidding. Um, I think the scar tissue from episodes one through th- three toughened me up 
and or maybe we're spoiled as watchers of Star Wars movies and we get one every year and and so we're just eh, I don't I don't care anymore. It's like watching another episode of Game of Thrones, you know. Well, shit, but that what the fuck are you talking about? You're out of your goddamn mind. Every episode of uh, Game of Thrones is magic. Okay. But I tell you what, I've you know, everyone talks shit about the the prequels. I enjoyed the fuck out of them. I thought they were good watching. I, can't I will rewatch them. I have, and but I've watched them multiple times because they were the only Star Wars that we had. And so, yes, I watched them multiple times. I but still objectively, enjoy they're horrible. Um, it's not like I don't watch them. It's just I fast forward through a lot of parts, especially parts including Anakin and or Padme and or government. Okay. You know what kids love? Action. <laughs> Trade disputes. But you know what? It's an integral part of the story. I'm sorry. From a pure story standpoint, you needed that. It's the transition of how Anakin became Darth Vader. And yeah, he had to be that whiny little bitch in order to become Vader. Well, so you can believe that Mark Hamill was his son. Well, I was going to Tashi Station to get some power converters. Right. What a winning line. <laughs> Way to fuck up your career, Mark Hamill. Nah, he did all right with the I Joker was thing. I going to say, he's done pretty good yeah. for himself. But, you know, I've the, the prequels, I'm more in camp with them than I was The Force Awakens. But here's what I'm talking about. And Empire Strikes Back had a fucking Muppet as a main character. And that, it didn't bother me as much as some of these new films. Because it wasn't so much that a Muppet was a main character. Because that main character had excellent lines and an excellent part in the movie. You know, you can give a real person like Hayden Christensen a script, and if the script is horrible, he comes off looking like a horrible actor. Right. Who talks like that? The rants that Anakin makes in those movies are ridiculous. Who talks like that unless you're walking around thinking that your life is a one uh, like 24-7 podcast that everyone's listening to? And trust me, it isn't. No. People don't listen to 24-7. Would they listen to 24-7 podcasts? I listen to my own 24-7 podcast, but it's just called My Fucking Life. (laughs) Madman Sleeping. That would be the worst podcast ever. Like, constant 24-7 feed. Just my life. There are people who do video casting of their entire lives. Vlogs and so forth. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not that much of an exhibitionist. No. I'm not good with people and I'm bad at networking. So I don't know how popular shock monkey radio could, if I ever get called like, Hey, do you want to do a collaboration? Like God forbid, Rebecca Velgate, we want to do a collaboration. Was, uh, no, <laughs> do I have to talk to people. Do I have to leave my house. No, I don't know. Well, there is the problem that you are a fucking turtle. Yeah, I am. It's a pale skin that gives me away. <laughs> no, it's the fact that you don't like to stick your head out. Not too often. I don't want to, you know, Rebecca's looking good lately. I don't want to get in her way. <laughs> I have been thinking about her, but I mean. I don't think you got to worry about it. She doesn't want to end her career by <laughs> inviting us to be on a podcast <laughs> with her. Fair enough. That's why I've always said, you come to us. I don't have a passport and it looks freaky. Freaky. Oh, excuse me. The word you used was creepy. If I show up in Toronto saying, hey, let me be on your YouTube channel. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. But anyway, I don't want to talk about Rebecca Felgen anymore. I want to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. The sitcom. All right. You feel like you're watching a sitcom when we watch that movie? It felt like a, uh, a miniseries. That's exactly what I felt like it was the like whole a, time. It was like a real long sitcom. He snuck sitcom. in. Well, he heard sitcom. He's like, that's exactly what I called it. And EK was right when we walked out of that theater because it all it didn't have anything relevant happening in the plot whatsoever. Really? It's no. like an episode of Big Bang Theory or Seinfeld or any of these other sitcoms. It's it, like it was like everything what, that happened, nothing mattered. It was like there was an Ant-Man TV series that got canceled mid-season, and that movie was what they did to with, sum it up. With what they've already shot or something. Right. Like, like, well, wait, hold on. We never got the mom back. Like, the, like so that was like half the movie. <laughs> so the that's movie was like, like how they yeah. answered Firefly. <laughs> but that's what I mean. It's that's, like, that's exactly what I'm referring to. That's what it was. It was an inconsequential storyline, had plenty of humor to make you laugh, and yes, 
I laughed. It had uh, good family feels. <laughs> you know, and... Feels is the word of the day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's so, I mean, it's... That's a formula for a, a, a show. Well, there, not a Marvel movie. There is one plot point I think that most people overlook. In the fact that there's it's an episode of Seinfeld and nothing was going on, it explained why Ant-Man was not involved in the... Uh, uh, the Infinity Stone War. Yeah, it's such arrest? a it's such a half-assed way though. It's, oh, he's on house arrest. No wonder he didn't use the suit that he still had and break free to save the world that he knew was good. Come the fuck on, <laughs> he's a criminal. He would have broken the house arrest to go save the world his daughter lives in. You know, come on. The only way they could have justified that explanation is if he just simply was unaware of what was going on. That's probably what it was. He hadn't. It seemed to be that he had no clue at that point. Or Plus, like, he wasn't supposed to have contact with the other Avengers and so forth. Right. And he listened. Come on. Come yeah. on. He called Michael Douglas, though. That's what this is like. It seemed like the events of Infinity War might have happened the day after he got off of house arrest. It's possible. Because he got off house arrest at the end of the movie. Then you had your uh, mid credit uh, scene where the three people who. <sighs> Went get bye bye went bye bye. Let's not spoil it. Let's not spoil it. We've already went down the fucking hole, man. But the three people. I'm not saying who went bye bye. It could have been just right in the beginning of the credits is when the Infinity War happened. Possibly. But here's my thing about the last, very 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 last scene, and something I have to say to Marvel. Hey Marvel, quit trolling us. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, many of us really, really have to pee the by mid, the time the, the credits roll. The thing no, is, they had, on. they had the scenes backwards. So if you're going to make us risk a urinary tract infection, at least make the coda worthwhile, you sons of bitches. And I think EK has a point. If they had flipped them... It would have been fine. would have been fine. That was the problem. They should have flipped the, the pre-credits and the post-credit scenes. I was so mad. And I, I, I had to angry pee after that. You ever angry pee? <laughs> yeah. Aren't they all? You know what's better than the anger pee, though? The pee-gasm. Haven't had a pee-gasm. I've heard of them. Oh, that's... Oh. More often than not, it's like it's the breaking the seal pee. Yes. Yeah. That's like, that's that's the one that has the potential to like be the one. Like, oh, this is the best pee I've ever had. Like, yeah, Thank it's, you. It's, Thank you, Jesus. It's, it's the breaking the seal pee. Both of you in here together. I don't know what to do with myself. Anyway, you're part of my herd. I protect you. You're on my crew. Why are we still talking about this? SW6. So I got a little space here for... (laughs) (laughs) I got a little space here for EKJKs and or Hill Hippies Garden. What are we going with today? Uh, EKs here. EKJKs? Is this something I'm just kidding about? (laughs) It could be anything you want to talk about. I just picked a name. You know, you let me name the segment. You're going to get something like that. <sighs> okay. Got Fair. something you want to talk about? Fair enough. There's always something I want to talk about. Um, okay, so I have actively, actively been avoiding the news. Um, and it has been really good. It has been, it has been really good. I don't get angry as much. Um, yeah. just Just not watching the news. Or specifically... Whenever I see something that's potentially divisive, I just tune out entirely. Um, and it's been helpful. It really it has been helpful. Um, because I tend to get real angry at both sides Yes. for reporting one-sided news. And I really like the idea of impartial news. But uh, the problem with doing impartial news is you just have a bunch of headlines. Yeah. And there would be no... There'd be, this happened, and that would be it. That's the news. This happened. <laughs> this is what happened, according to this source. I mean, 24-hour news cycle. That's the problem. I think they should bring back the fairness doctrine. What's that? News, wow. Uh, objective news reporting. Truly objective news reporting. That, re- that was something that was done away with? Yeah. When? I want to say the 90s. Why? Why would something so horrible happen? Because of CNN. Because of CNN? 24-hour news cycle. If you're, if you're reporting the news 24 hours a day, you how, much, how many truly facts, true facts 
or you gonna ha- or you got to f- stuff in a bunch of op-ed. All news agencies that are twenty-four hour news have a shitload of op-ed stuff, opinions. M- meanwhile, and if it was if it was the six o'clock news <laughs> before twenty-four hour news, like CNN came out, it was, it was six it o'clock. Was, it was news at six every o- single channel, or no? Was was it news at six? Was it six five o'clock. and eleven, or was some, it six and eleven? Some had it. Six. Some at five, but it was, it was six and eleven. Mm-hmm. But that that was prime time for news, and you turn on the channel at six o'clock in the eighties and early nineties. That's on TV. The fucking news. Mm-hmm. There was no escaping it, unless yeah. you had premium cable. Then afterwards, you may have something like the opinion show, or the sixty minutes kind of like a what are they like long long uh, hour long expose piece mm-hmm. or something like that. And sixty minutes. Yep, a ticking clock. Mm-hmm. And it felt like it when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. Does this ever go away? Exactly. So I mean, that's that's the reason for that. Bobble Walters. And so th- a lot of people are angry, like EK is, you know, because they make they, pills for that. Well, I mean, in many ways, it was making me angry at a time in my life as well. And they it, make pills for yeah. that. Yeah, I, I got I got some, but it was after a suicide attempt. So I mean, there's you know, those are different pills. No. Believe me, it helps me with my anger. Because there are listeners, I'm sure, who's like, he says I love you at the end of every show. It's like, how is this guy a madman? It's like, believe me, if you'd known me like five, ten years ago, like when EK and I first met, way madder. Way more crazy. This is this is true. Angry. Very, very angry. And very outwardly angry. Like scathing comments at other people's expense yeah. emotionally damaged lashing out yeah. at everybody splash damage scott as i like to call him <laughs> he would not only self-deprecate on an extreme level but he would take everyone down with him <laughs> a verbal suicide bomber splash damage scott <laughs> so i'm doing way better and i prefer that kind of madman agreed i know eric is like yes I totally like this guy better. Anything else for, how about Hip, Hill Hippie's Garden? You got anything in Hill Hippie's Garden? What you growing? Conspiracies. Which conspiracy? First, let me ask you a question. <sighs> okay. Do you think you have anything inside of your body that could be considered looking like a tree? And I'm not talking about wood. I'm not going dirty for once. <laughs> That our nervous system and our circulatory system is very similar to the way, or the bronchial tubes yeah. in the, your lungs. Yeah, yeah. It's, the concept has been recurring in my brain the past couple of days about how many reoccurring patterns there are in nature, in the universe, from the atoms all the way out to the solar system. A golden ratio. I mean, it's yeah. So the universe is beautiful that way. Yes. So it brings a concept into mind. Is the universe itself fractal in nature? Uh, no. And I'll tell you why. All right. Um, entropy. The universe um, tends towards disorder. But like these cobwebs in this room, they will form fractal-type patterns. Just dust collecting over time will form fractal-like patterns. Right. That's not necessarily disorder. It's just a way that order somehow finds a way. And I think that that is interesting. And the way that uh, the human circulatory system looks similar to the veins in a leaf Mm -hmm. or something like that. Same thing with the nervous system. Same thing with your uh, your bronchial tubes and your lungs. Things naturally grow this way. And that's uh, like, for example, bilateral symmetry. Bilateral symmetry is common in... so many vertebrates. Right. And it's because bilateral symmetry allows us to move uh, efficiently within our environment based upon pressures and so forth. Depending upon the pressure, you will evolve differently. Mm-hmm. So that's my point. What's, what about your garden? I'm just, I went off on a rant in my bed. Yeah, and I'm not quite sure what bilateral symmetry has to do with the reoccurring patterns at uh, different spatial dimensions. <laughs> Well, there's a golden ratio, the way things, like uh, the way a shell is made, seashell is made. Yeah, there's a, a specific type of fractal that's called. 
can't remember what it is. Is it a Dermont fractal? I got a book when I was like in high school about fractals and it, it it's too much math. So I hate math. And so I just trying to understand why these patterns exist is because the way I think the universe is made, it's made to have that one to three kind of ratio. From the smallest, uh, from the smallest scale size all the way out to the largest. Yeah. Definition of a fractal. That's what I mean. So it is fractal in nature. I suppose so. I, I think aspects of reality are fractal in nature. However, the universe it has, it tends towards chaos. And fractals and chaos are often talked about similarly. Yes. When it comes to chaos theory and how chaos could be fractal in nature on its own. I don't know. I read this book, and there was so much math in it, and it, this is just <laughs> what I gleaned from it. And it, it oh, God. I, yeah. I wanted to be a scientist. I, actually, the first thing I wanted to be was an astronaut. And then I realized, all right, college. All right. Probably a master's, if not a doctorate. Mm-hmm. Um, or join the military. Spend 20 years in the Air Force or the Navy. Mm-mm, that doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> in retrospect. Um, then hope to get into an astronaut program after all of that. Right. <clears throat> so I said, screw being an astronaut. It's like, what do I want to be instead? I want to be a scientist. No, no, math. Okay, any science that isn't... Okay, pseudoscience looks good. I guess I can get involved in pseudoscience. It's just making shit up. The soft sciences. Yeah. I guess it's, I... Can, yeah, it, it just sounds so demasculating. It's the soft science. Well, it's just because I sucked at math, and I was just like, I need, if I get into a science, it needs to be a science that has no math, and so that's pseudoscience. Don't worry, pseudoscience. They make pills for that. Yeah, I got involved in psychometry and uh, tarot cards and stuff like that. I didn't really like it. Numerology. Ugh, <laughs> oh, it's the worst, numerology. And so... Uh, then I realized, you know, I guess science isn't my bag. So that's when I got a job at a radio station. <laughs> Which is... Now I get to make shit up all the time. When you stop and think about it for a second, that is like the one choice. Somebody who is introverted and doesn't like other people. It just seems like the wrong... The one where you wouldn't go. I don't like talking to people. I don't like being around other people. Yeah, let's go talk on a radio station. But that's, <laughs> but that's the... Uh, the paradox of me is that you like to talk. You just don't want to have to deal with anybody around you. Boom. Shut up and just let me speak. I don't care what your opinion is. Well, I mean, I guess I was shut up for so long in my life as particularly those Navy years. I wasn't allowed to speak my mind and I got in a lot of trouble in the Navy for when I did or websites I had talking about things that pissed me off because it has to come out of me some way or another. And that's either me writing it or speaking it. And the madman that Eric first met was the guy who had to vent all of his anger all the time because it had to come out. And that's just what it's like when you're a creator. And over time, I've learned to refine, harness this, I guess, impulse in me to constantly, I have something to say, you better listen to me. (laughs) And I try to harness it in a more positive way. Sit down to shut up, bitches. It's time for me to talk. And I know if you watch your news feed, and I know there's plenty of stuff out there that piss you off. I don't watch the news for that particular reason. I know. I look for, I look for information. I try to look past the partisan bickering. Take the news I want, walk away, and treat people like I meet them on the street every day. Well, 90% of the stuff that pops up for... You got to make America great hat, uh, make America great again hat. I don't give a shit. Right. I'm still going to treat you like a human being. You know, you're wearing a Puerto Rico shirt. I'm not going to give you a hard time because Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. Michael on served for a video earlier, and it just it kind of pissed me off. All right. I didn't know people have problems with Puerto Rico. Uh, ignorant people do. Mm-hmm. They make good rum. Yeah. I, I got real sick off some Puerto Rico rum. That's another story. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like 16. Well, <laughs> to finish the garden... Did you when you puked off it? Did you see fractals? No. Um, I got hit in the head with a shovel once, and I saw a pattern that I can only describe as a fractal for like a split second. Some people said it could have been a concussion, but 
very well could have been a concussion. You could have that's jumped started, to yeah. a higher That's when I started yelling it. That was a, uh, a trip where I went with a youth group, and they said, uh, you got real angry after that. You got real angry after you... No shit, I got hit in a sh- by a shovel. Of course I'm going to get angry. No, or was that in response to you got angry, then you got hit with a shovel, which, you, uh, depending on what you're doing, you might have deserved it. was that. afterwards. They said, you guys seemed way angrier ever since. So Also, that was just what triggered you for the rest of your life. Yeah, put my head in this. That's when he started going by taser face. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Taser face. So you remember we were talking about that... Uh, Thai soccer team. We're still moving into the news worth knowing. Yes. Um, so I don't know if you've been following this, but they got them all out. Yeah, I read that this morning. They got them all out. Um, so I'm glad. I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen to that coach. I, I was curious about that. I was thinking when I read the what's story. What's going to happen to him now? I was, when I was reading the story like yesterday or the day before when they said they had gotten five, four or five of the boys out. Yeah. They hadn't gotten the coach out yet. Is that coach just going to say, no, nah, I'm good. I'm down here. <laughs> I ain't coming back up. My bad. My bad, guys. <laughs> I'm just going to sit this one out. <laughs> if he were the first one out, he would never hear the end of it. Oh. He would never hear the end of it. And so I guarantee you he was in there. And these divers are coming up out of the water. They're pulling their mask out. He's like, you know the whole world is paying attention to this. And he's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever they speak, say, in Thailand. He's like, oh, the whole world? What? Well, there's no way I'm the first one out of here. All these kids are out before me. Yeah. <laughs> that could be like extreme claustrophobic type of person. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> I'll have to deal with it. Exactly. So, I mean, I think that the, what's interesting about this story, I'm just glad it had a happy ending. Hashtag happy ending. And uh, I probably shouldn't have used that hashtag. Anyway, um, the good thing about something like this is there's no clear enemy. It's just an idiot. And I think it says a lot about the world or humanity as a whole. There's a bunch of kids trapped in this cave, and the knee-jerk reaction of the entire world is to, we got to get them out. And uh, multinational you know, divers from all over the world mm-hmm. going to the engineers, going there, working their asses off to get those kids out. And, and their coach. And uh, how many lashes? Just how many? They, they had to do dives. I'm sure they had to bring supplies to these kids food and water. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably like, you know, basics like toilet paper and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, it's plastic bags. And they had to string, I'm sure, a cable from to the where they were and the exit mm-hmm. so that they can guide it along there. So you have to have experienced divers setting up all that shit, probably even like mounted lights and stuff like that to illuminate the area. Cause I don't know. It's dark in caves. A little bit. Yeah. And so it was just such a great thing. It said, because I think humanity has that knee jerk reaction. It's like this, a tragedy like this or a desperate situation like this doesn't fall upon any party line, you know, save those kids. And so many people in the world, that's their first reaction. You know, Elon Musk even trying to get on that. And, you know, now we can all say now we can all rest safely that, uh, the you know, the entirety of this uh, group has been recovered and they are being kept comfortably in a detention camp. I mean, uh, some people call it a hospital. Hospital. Hosp- that's <laughs> hospital. That's what I meant. And the next news story that comes out is how many cane lashings that this uh, soccer coach is going to receive for taking these yeah. boys into the caves in the rainy season of Taiwan. So the or, problem, yeah. Or is it Singapore? I can't remember. Man, I went on to the next news story. Uh, Thai, yeah, Taiwan. Thailand. Jerk. <laughs> um, I was hoping that... Uh, EK would make a crappy joke or poor taste joke. I did. I kind of. I tried. It, it doesn't beat Michael Rappaport. What was his joke? Uh, <laughs> uh, Michael Rappaport was slammed for a crude, crude joke about the Thai soccer team that was trapped in the cave. All right, so I've got a couple articles that are related to this soccer team story. All right. Was so here, it was is does the joke refer to them being a boys team when they went in and a girls team when they were rescued? Nope. This is the tweet. He sent out from Michael Rappaport. 
I haven't seen someone try to get a tie boy out of a hole this frantically since I walked in on Kevin Spacey in the men's room at Chuck E. Cheese. See, I knew there, it's low hanging oh. fruit. I, 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 it's low hanging fruit, man. It's <laughs> gay jokes. As I'm saying, the Thailand. That's where I knew it was going. I knew it had to be there. <laughs> Rapper I thought okay, that was in poor taste. He's getting bad. He's getting shit on for that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be a celebrity and make jokes. I'm sorry. You just can't do it. You got to be not famous and make uncomfortable or, jokes. <laughs> or known for making jokes to begin with. I feel like a comedian could have pulled that off. He's a quote comedian. A quote comedian doesn't count. Well, I mean... <laughs> That's why they're in comedy. They can't count. It's not a good joke. It's not a good joke. And it's not because it's in poor taste. It's because it's a. it's not a good joke. I mean, it is in poor taste. That's just not why it's not a good joke. (laughs) It's a little too long-winded, you You know. Yeah, yeah, you can't. And it's dated. Kevin's the Kevin Spacey. It's 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 so two months ago. Two months ago. And that's dated. (laughs) In in today's world, yeah. Short attention spans of America. Twenty-four hour news cycle. Twenty-four hour news cycle. Uh, it's not even the 24-hour news cycle so much as the 24-hour access to entertainment on demand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so a lot of people that are complaining about Michael Ra- uh, Rappaport's comment are like saying it's too soon. And uh, I don't know if it's that it's too soon. It's just that it wasn't funny to begin with. No. Nah. Poorly constructed. Mm-hmm. So Poorly executed. Mm-hmm. There was there's just there's just so many there's so much room for good humor here. Like the, the like the like the worst camp counselor ever. Oh, you got him like, started. This guy's like Ugg from Salute Your Shorts. Like I <laughs> I just I just kind of I just assume that this guy's that kind of leader. Like just this dopey guy that everyone rips on. They're all like I bet the boys didn't respect him in the first place. See, I was like I was in puberty when Salute My Shorts. Yeah, that's, that, was on the that show was funny. I didn't watch that. I'm just saying, like, I bet, like, the, like this guy got them lost in a cave in the wilderness. He didn't really know what he was doing. I'm just saying, like, I don't think any of them respected him to begin with. Then why did they follow him? Because he's the adult and he's in charge. <sighs> it's kind of how things work at camp. If I don't respect... It's not camp. It's soccer. But... It's, you know, it's still kind of camp. <laughs> are you sure? It's or are you Thailand. Just... It's Thailand. These, these, these are boys, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like children is what I'm getting at. Yes. Yeah, so it's like camp. They're they're away at soccer camp. I still feel like I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but if I didn't respect an adult, and you want to you want to take me where? Not nah, I'm out. Call my parents. I don't care. What if your parents are the ones that sent you? I, Dad, <laughs> do you know what they want me to do? Holy they want me to go in a hole in the ground the with, this <laughs> with, with this guy. With this guy. <laughs> All right, boy. So people are saying it's too soon, Michael Rappaport. And I, nah, I don't think that's the case. But I will tell you what is too soon. Uh, Thai, ga- uh, Thai cave rescue movie in early stages as producers arrive on the scene. What? what? Okay. Do you want me to read the article while you get your words together? Why? I feel, I feel like this is going to be a C-quality movie since they're already working on pre-production. <laughs> All right. A movie about the 18-day daring rescue of 12 boys and their soccer coach from a cave in northern Thailand is already in the works. Producers from the faith-based production company Pure Flix told Fox there News they arrived, yeah, uh, they arrived in Thailand to witness the rescue effort. A rep for Pure Flix told us that uh, founding partner uh, Michael Scott and producer Adam Smith are merely on the ground witnessing what is happening and discussing elements in a respectful manner and are not filming at the time. <laughs> I, I find uh, it funny that they had to put in there that they were they had to say that in a respectful manner. They had to say that. Uh, Scott set has a special connection to the case as his wife, who grew up in Thailand, was friends with former Thai Navy SEAL that died as part of the res- rescue efforts. This just kind of fits our DNA in terms of a really inspirational story, Scott told AAP, according to news.com.au. He added that the movie will center around two British divers, the two British divers who stumbled across the trapped soccer team after days of searching. It's got incredible heart. Incredible. Anyway, they're going to make, make a movie about this, and they're starting already. That's, Again, I feel like this point. is going to be a C-quality movie. Possible. Possible. 
I mean, take the uh, the it's movie. It's too soon, if you ask me. If you take a look at the movie about the uh, the soccer team that got trapped in was it the Alps? Alive. Yeah. How many years passed before they made that movie? Yeah. That was a decent movie. Yes, it was. It was. Uh, they took their time. They talked to the people. You know, a little respect in the fact that this did not just happen. But but they like, took their time to make a quality thing. If they're already in, uh, the, I'm cashing in on this before anyone else does. That's what it is. They're just trying to make a buck off these kids suffering and this guy's there's dumbass only, leadership. There's only one way they can justify it. How's that? They need to cast all the kids in the movie. Bingo. Bingo. But then you have to teach them English. Yeah, hey, that's that's if you want to do something Subtitles. ethical about this, then that's the way you got to do it. Yeah, I guess we got to see. I, how, I guess I guess we got to see how these pure flicks fellows play this out. I'm sorry, just the name pure flicks. I, I feel like it's a cover for porno. Now, is pure flicks the same? I think we may have talked about this a while back. Is that the company that takes movies and then cuts out all the stuff that would like it turns every movie into a G movie? I think so. I don't, I'm not sure because I don't really pay attention to stuff like that because there's like no way we, I'm going to watch it. I feel it. like we've we talked about this in a previous es- episode or maybe on one of the shows. There's a company that takes movies, all movies, it does, and, and, and well, reasonable movies, and it takes them and it turns them into G movies by cutting out the things that... Would take it above PG? Yeah. I, th- I thought it was Pure Flix. It could be Pure Flix, but I mean, it, it seems to be like... Uh, clean content, educational, original movies, Christian entertainment, Christian series. It seems like probably by uh, some Christian group. That seems like it would fall into that category. Yeah, so. Seems like something. I, I wouldn't watch. <laughs> I wasn't even going to go there. I thought that went without saying. Yeah. Most of my favorite movies, if they were to cut everything out of it that was taken above a G rating, it would be. Flash to the title screen, roll credits. Well, that was fun. <laughs> you watch too much porn, I guess. There's credits in porn? Yeah. I guess it, you got to make it to the end. <laughs> you, ever, you never had to finish during the credits? No. <laughs> <laughs> you must uh, watch some pure bad I'm po- sorry. porn. That was just a that was just a joke. I wasn't serious about that at all. Well, shit. <laughs> Oh my god Let's move on to a different news story topic Since we've got about 15 minutes left Oh, only because we've got 15 minutes left Otherwise I was going to ride you on this for no, about please. an hour That's what she said Phrasing That's what she said You realize that was on purpose Phrasing Yeah, Eric's slow on the draw there My bad Alright, uh, Subway worker shattered Vegan customers' world By explaining mayonnaise has eggs in it Subway restaurant, restaurant workers claiming that she educated that he educated the vegan customer about how mayonnaise was made after she ordered uh, her sandwich with the condiment. But her response to the lesson is what confused some people. The worker, identified as Gabriel Caulfield Bolkin, said a customer walked into the store and ordered a veggie delight sandwich. As I went to get the bread, she asked me if she if I could change gloves because uh, she uh, was vegan and I had been handling meat. I did that, no problem, perfectly reasonable request. Um, Caulfield Bolkin said in a Facebook post that has 66,000 likes and more than 43,000 shares. I get her bread, I toast it, I put the veggies on she wants. I start to wrap it up for uh, for her and she says, can I get some mayo? Uh, He goes on to say that he thought the customer was making a joke. Uh, I look at her, she's looking at me, I pick up the mayo waiting for her to be just, be like, ha ha, JK, he wrote, but the woman is like, Instead, he told her, you know, mayonnaise has eggs in it. No, no, it doesn't. I get mayo every time. Are you sure? She she wrote. (laughs) She said, I mean, Holden Bolkin wrote that she said. I felt so horrible. She stood there with such a distraught and defeated face. I had shattered this poor girl's world. Uh, He said he explained that her mayo is made with eggs. And then she asked if she'd like it anyway. And she said, yes. <laughs> she paid for the sandwich with the mayo and walked out. The fact that she still ordered the sandwich with mayo has some people online calling her a traitor and saying she did not do her research. Don't understand that once she, this is a quote. 
Don't understand that once she knew Mayo wasn't vegan, she still wanted our sandwich. Makes no sense at all. One wrote on Facebook and a customer's reaction. Quote, only vegan online. Another wrote in the comments. Yeah, because... <laughs> it's eggs! It's eggs. The whole concept is no animals or animals byproducts. Yeah, I get that. But you know what? So what? She wanted mayonnaise on her fucking sandwich. If she doesn't, if that's the only animal byproduct she eats, she's still fucking vegan. It's just these elitist assholes who think that everything's got to be by the goddamn line. And I will show you how great I am because I know the rules and I follow them all when everyone's watching. Fucking jacktards. Is there such a thing as a pro-choice vegan? I guess isn't the, aren't they vegans like PC and New Age enough? Don't you have to? Do we have to add the pro-choice to it? Well, I mean, I mean, how can you be pro-choice if you're a true vegan? I don't. I mean, <laughs> there's very little logic to most of it. All right, there. Besides, those people right now, it's it's clear to me this world, this woman was far too concerned about the next Supreme Court justice pick than what she was getting on her sandwich. Like, oh, Donald Trump's going to pick someone that's going to overturn Roe versus Wade. I'm going to splurge and have some mayonnaise. Everything's going to fall apart. I might as well eat a mayonnaise. Now that I know it's got eggs and lard in it. I just... Yeah, I mean, don't eat mayonnaise because mayonnaise cause it's bad for you. I mean, that's a better... I mean, get oil and vinegar. That's, what That's I better eat. on a veggie anyway, right? Yeah. I put oil and vinegar on most of my meated sandwiches. Yeah. Meated. Meated. Meaty. Non-vegan. When I... Yeah, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> when I tear into the animal flesh with my teeth like a man. Well, I don't even That's like it. so much a man. Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> you did enjoy my meat last night, didn't you, E.K.? Oh. He made a great stew. It was delicious. I, I, I hope that's not a euphemism. <laughs> the first one was the second one. State was uh, the second statement was very accurate. Okay, I, I read it right then. I didn't get Stu's last name though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. it, was com- it was come along. <laughs> points, EK. Points. Okay. I'm on my A game with humor. All right. Uh, Fortnite Desert Mystery: Bizarre Giant Video Game Burger Leaks into the Real World. I think it's strategic and it's awesome. Tell me how awesome this is. I already read this article. I read this article before you posted it and I'm so pumped that this has happened. The Fortnite phenomenon has got even weirder. A giant real life version of the Der Burger sign featured in the wildly popular video game has been found in the Mojave Desert. (laughs) The huge sign from the restaurant came from the game, complete with protruding eyes and tongue, and it was spotted in Yano, I want to say, California, Mashable Reports. What is this? I'm in the middle of the desert. Why is this here? Tweeted photographer Sela Shioni, Shiloni Friday. <laughs> the photographer who said that he was scouting locations for an upcoming photo shoot also posted video of the strange burger, which appeared to be a 70s style police car and a sign that reads this, this site is unstable. Beware of possible effects. <laughs> Fortnite. Intel reports that the in-game version of the Durberger sign was removed when a portal had recently appeared in the video game. PC Gamer notes that the sign or mascot went missing from the Fort- from Fortnite after a rocket launch of the game, quote, went wrong and cracked the sky. The rift caused the sign to disappear from the game. Bye, Dur. You're a good soldier, tweeted Leon Hurley, senior channel editor at GamesRadar. Not surprisingly, the sign's subse- subsequent appearance in the real world is sparking chatter. That the strange desert burger has some sort of marketing stunt. Captain Obvious, your secret identity. Be careful. Right. There has, for example, been speculation that Epic Games, the developer of the hit game, might introduce a desert map in an imminent season five of Fortnite, according to Fortnite Intel. Season five of Fat Fortnite Battle Royale starts manana? No, it's the 12th, July 12th. Uh, Fox News has reached out to Epic Games for comment. <laughs> Other visitors to the strange site in the desert were handed business cards by an unidentified man, IGN reports. Agent number 3678 was written on the cards along with a number, which when dialed plays a version of the sound effect used in the game when a Fortnite object is sucked up into space, according to IGN. These people have way too much time on their hands. You think? They got too much. 
uh, expendable income, I think. Yeah. They're doing shit like this. You already have, like, the most pop- popular game in the world right now. Mm-hmm. But... But you're going to do this? Most people don't pay to... Pay to play the game. You you could pay to win, right? Or pay yeah. for content or something like that? Yeah. You can pay for cosmetic stuff. Right. Okay. But there's nothing that you can buy that gives you an edge in the game. But that's what I mean. It's like if you can provide a game that's free to play. Uh, you know then- what? One could argue that the darker... Some of some of the um, costumes give you an edge by matching color schemes in the game. Some some people could argue. I got you. Camos. Yeah, camouflage. I get it. So that's kind of cool. I think it's very cool when when a video game implements itself into real world. Oh, it's well thought out. I must. Yeah, clever dude. And and the changes that they've made in game that like every week there is an update. The game has fresh content. Every week. This is why players keep coming back. This is why the Steam hasn't died off of it. Yeah. Is because every week there's new content. And then after eight weeks, it's a new season. And it's major changes to the game every eight weeks. And you're talking about the uh, the Battle Royale section of the game, right? right? Not right, even right. not even talking about the paid part of the game, which is if you pay the 50 bucks or 40 bucks or whatever it is. It's the... The PvE environment, right. the Save the World campaign. Yeah, that's which all is, I play is the PvE. It, and it's so much fun. It And, and it's also co-op. You can play mm-hmm. PvE with other people and cross-platform. I want to kill people, though. EK, I feel if you get any more enthusiastic and talk any more about the game, we're going to have to charge Epic Games for a commercial. Yeah, We have to send them a bill. Let's they, go on to the next news story. <laughs> That's the truth. Apparently. All right. Uh, 150 miles an hour on a lawnmower. Honda Mean Mower version 2 takes aim. Honda UK will once again attempt to build the world's fastest lawnmower. This time, it's called Mean Mower V2. The original mean mower was able to hit 116 miles per hour to set a world record in 2013. And that was with a 109 horsepower engine. The mad minds at Honda UK are aiming to something higher, though, 150 miles an hour. Originally, when it was company uh, revealed the mean mower V2 in March, Honda UK said that the hopped-up grass cutter could do 134. But further testing shows it's capable of higher speeds. How much lawn do you have, Honda? Where you're like, we need to go 150 miles an hour when we cut this. Right. What do you need this for? Uh, and I feel like you'd have to make many, many, many passes because the forces not are just going to flatten yeah. the, gla- uh, the grass and it's not going to hit. It's not the gonna blades aren't going to get uh, get to it. It's it's just bad idea. What's the point of this? Seriously. Well, to get people like us to talk about it, it's publicity. Yeah. I hate mowing lawns. If I could do it at 150 miles an hour... Without like, you'd, it would be a continuous cycle because you'd never get it cut. You just have to keep going, and you'd be in a feedback loop. Oh no, a roofy circle. <laughs> oh no, can't can't risk that. I'm gonna end on a kind of happy story. Kinda, kind of happy. We've got All about right. six minutes left. We can talk about this. Happy birthday, dude! Florida fisherman reels in a bale of marijuana. A man in Florida reeled in something very unexpected while fishing on his birthday Monday. Uh, I want to say Jorge Bustamante caught a large bale of marijuana in the waters off Pompano Beach. I don't think I've ever been there. Roughly 11 miles north of Fort Lauderdale. He He told WSVN that he notified the U.S. Coast Guard, but was not able to take but was able to take some photos of his big catch. He reportedly jokes. You mean? Yeah. Uh, he reportedly joked that the package was his Pablo Escobar birthday present. Nice. But he turned it in. Radar. But, you know what the Coast Guard called it? What? A square grouper. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, happy birthday, man. Yeah. Fishing on your birthday, you caught that much. I, I can't, I'm surprised you actually told anybody. Right? Because you know they didn't let him keep it. Or did they split it with him? Maybe. They but possibly split it with him. I, I kind of feel like we need to find out where Jimmy Buffett's boat was around the time he found this. Well, he, it's clearly being smuggled in. I mean, that's why it's there. Fort Lauderdale, yeah. Jimmy Buffett lives in Florida, man. Yeah, usually but much farther south. Key West, yeah, Key West. He, but Way he could have been. He could. His boat could have been up there. It's possible, I suppose. But I mean, 
And hey, the Gulf Stream is traveling north this time of year. But do you think Jimmy Buffett is smuggling marijuana? No, that's just his personal stash, dude. But no, see the way it's packaged is. It's out of it's for shipment. If he had it on his boat, he wanted to protect it from water and sprays. If you look at the pictures of it, oh hey, I give up. (laughs) It's packaged for shipment. It's Jimmy Buffett's. If it was in Texas, it'd have been Wimley Nelson's. I mean, would you have would you have called the Coast Guard on that? Me? Yeah. Fuck no. What'd be the point? Thank you. Thank you, sir. This is the key to our case. Right? No. No. They're, all they're going to do is take it and yeah. smoke it themselves. Criminal loses, you win. Yeah. That's all there is to it, and they can't find you. You know what? You, find, as, you yeah. find a bale of marijuana. A bale. I ain't got to buy shit for 10 fucking years. <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. It didn't give a weight. See, that's what I think happened. So the Coast Guard took a handful. The guy took a handful. It's my birthday. The Coast Guard was like, it's your birthday. Go ahead and take a handful. Right. (laughs) Break you off a chunk, buddy. Happy birthday. (laughs) I wish I joined the Coast Guard instead. They seemed like I had a whole lot more fun. I ran into some Coast Guard people down when I was in Fort Lauderdale and they told me like the kind of stuff that they were doing, and I was like, "That sounds way cooler than fixing PowerPoint for prissy ass officers." I used to command a submarine. I deserve more respect. Suck it, suck it sideways, sir. <laughs> suck it sideways, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Why? Because I don't want it in your mouth. I just want you to lick on the sides. Phrasing. So that's. <laughs> so I got in a lot of trouble in the Navy. So I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> If you're trying to get your superior officer to service you with fellatio, then I can see that. Well, that's what irritated like so many officers and chief petty officers and stuff like that is because I was so angry and scathing, like EK mentioned, like accurately scathing, that it freaked them out. This guy's dangerous to watch him. I mean, there are seriously times I thought that it had like somebody just just pal around with Petty Officer Madman. Make sure he doesn't like get into too much trouble or piss off any officers, okay? <laughs> Try to get him out of the room if he starts getting heated up, you know, starts spinning up. He's got a lot of caffeine in him. Smoking a lot of cigarettes, you know. If all else fails, push him <laughs> overboard. It happens, by the way. I bet. Don't piss people off too much. It's a small ship. I've almost pushed people overboard on just on uh, fishing headboats. Dude, would you ever shut the fuck up? <laughs> if I push him over, will anybody notice? Yeah, they would. You're By next in, morning, at least. On those boats, you're packed uh, packed in elbow to asshole. So yeah, somebody noticed the splash. Well, it's funny is that if somebody gets pushed overboard in the navy. Uh, they'll know by the next morning. When at they the don't very report. latest. Yeah. When? At the very latest. And um, they train you how to like water survival and stuff like that. And yeah, you can definitely wait till morning. You know, and they could find you. And then if they bring the you sharks. back on board. It's like who, who pulled you on board? There's a possibility no sharks will ever find you. Possibility? Depends on your gender. What time it is. And if you have any bleeding wounds or anything like that, if you took a, you toppled over the railing, hit your head or something like that, and if you're bleeding, you get blood in the water, that's a different story. And then there's always just that random one that just happened to be going through that section of the neighborhood. Yeah. And, oh, look, dinner. Usually I had to worry about the dolphins coming up trying to. Have sex with you? Yeah. Hey, hey, you're, what you here for? Sex, right? <laughs> the dolphins, I'll swim up to you. It's like, you're here for sex, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you got you in the water what? for, right? You know, in that case and scenario, you're overboard. You're sitting there treading water. You're waiting on your boat to come back. What the hell else you got to do? Oh, okay, sure. Come on. Yeah, so don't fall in the water because either shark will eat you or a dolphin will try to fuck you. So it's about 7 o'clock. It's been about an hour. Um, be sure to check us out. On fxvgpublicradio.com. There's, we got a lot of content there, a lot of shows. Uh, Shock Monkey Radio Redux is on Facebook, so search for that. Um, please go to our Patreon, become a patron on patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. We'd appreciate it. And uh, what else? I have my YouTube channel. Yes, you do. Madman Lowercase. 
like Madman is my first name, lowercase is my last name. I also have a couple books on Amazon. Search for my name, Scott L. Robbins, with two T's and two B's. Um, but I usually go by the Madman, and I love you. Who are you? I'm the Hill Hippie, and I wish you all peace and love. Peace, y'all. And I'm EK. Bye. <laughs>